Welcome to the Licking County Locker Room on Cape 98.7, live at Ship Brothers Brewing on Church Street in downtown Newark. Tonight's show is brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating, Wright Brothers Power, Licking Memorial Health Systems, Newark Auto Body Collision and Glass, and Ship Brothers Brewing. Now, here's Brian Mays with the Licking County Locker Room. And a pleasant good Monday evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Licking County Locker Room. We are live at Ship Brothers Brewing, 23 West Church Street in downtown Newark. A beautiful, gorgeous day and night. Come on down, have some great food and great beverages as we continue to wrap up the month of February. And you can do it right here on this Monday evening here at Ship Brothers, our final installment of the locker room for this winter sports season. A lot to go over, but the main feature tonight, we will be focusing on the Lakewood Lancers, and we'll be talking some wrestling here in just a few minutes. A tremendous, successful program, and the team continues to thrive as they'll be headed to districts coming up later on this weekend. Everybody, Brian Mays, happy to be joined by a couple of LCL champions and sectional champions in, re- in wrestling, Lakewood's Tyler Chrisman and also Keegan Jacks. Guys, thanks for joining us. First of all, how's it feel to be league champs and also sectional champs? Whoever wants to go first. I mean, it feels great. You know, you prep for it all year and just like having him as my teammate doing the same thing, which is pretty nice to have someone up there with you. Tyler? Like you said, it's a... Uh... It's something that we worked for all year. The hard work we put in the blue building every day. The nonstop conditioning has prepped us all year for this. Now, Keegan, I think you were kind of the odds-on favorite. And, and Tyler, you you had the potential, I think a lot of people said, and you just kind of waited to see to put it together. So when one's kind of an underdog and one's the favorite, who's who has the more pressure, if any of us? I feel like he does because he's the two-time state. He's the two-time LCL champ, and he's defending it. You know. Did, did you feel pressure? No, I, I don't let that get to me. You know, uh, I got put a six seed in that tournament, so I felt like I had a little chip on my shoulder that nobody respected me, and I had to go out there and prove that. And did you feel that too? Like, okay, maybe not too many people are sure what I can do, and I have the opportunity to show them. I did. I I was ready to make a name for myself. And you obviously did. Uh, Keegan, great return from the injury. And I have to ask you, you know, when you're battling back, it's it's got to be almost more mental than physical, especially in a sport like this. So so what kept you going? What what kept you driving to get back to where you wanted to be? Uh, my faith in God and the people around me, you know, it helps a lot when you have a good crew and um, just everything around you, you know, people supporting you through the ups and downs and people helping you recover to be the best you can be. And you got your 100th career victory this past season, too. What a milestone. So, one, congratulations for that. And, two, I mean, was that something you were driving for as well this year, just to kind of make another footprint in, in your career at Lakewood? Yeah, it was just something nice to do, you know. I had my teammates supporting me, my family watching me, and my coaches cheering me on. So that was pretty pretty cool to do. Tyler, why'd you get into wrestling? What, what drove you into getting into the sport? Uh, it all started off in second grade. I was finishing up football, my last football practice, and this, my coach, Derek Allen, got me into it, and it all just kicked off from there. So you've been doing it for a long time. Is it is it kind of bittersweet to, to kind of see the, the end end a little bit nearer now? No, nah, I wish I could have another year in me. 
I'm sure, I'm sure. So, with districts around the corner, how much is, and I, I think this sport is, is extremely physical. There's no question about that. But mentally, how do you get yourself ready now for, for the districts? It's just another tournament. you got to take one match at a time. Keegan, what are your thoughts? It's just the same thing he said, one tournament or one match at a time, you know. You just got to take everything for granted and do the best you can. Is it, is it a benefit or an advantage to when you've been seeing these same wrestlers year in and year out, especially within the league um, and at sectional play? Do you have a, a game plan going in of what you want to do um, each period by period or, or depending on the points? Uh, I just go in, you know. Do whatever's available. Obviously, if you've wrestled the people and they know you, they know what your your stuff is. So you got to kind of keep them on their toes and hit them with some things that are unpredictable. So how do you prepare for that? How do you do things unpredictable and uh, uh, and, and try to not to get off kilter a little bit? Uh, just practice it, you know. And then when you go out there, just not thinking and attacking. Tyler, kind of the same thing. Just don't think, let it all fly. Now, see, when you say don't think. I still think this is such a a chess game when you're out there, especially when you start uh, start a match and seeing how it goes. And I'm, I'm going to. I just happened to watch last night uh, on FS1. It was a heavyweight match uh, between Iowa and Oklahoma State. And it, you know, by the third period, the Iowa kid had you know control of the match and things of that nature. And there was nothing really the Oklahoma State kid could do. Mm-hmm. So how do you? How do you kind of get to that position? And I, I'm going to start with you because I think you're you won with like 20 seconds to go for the LCL championship. Is that right? Yeah. All right. So how do you pull that off? <laughs> um, just got down to that single leg and got him over, and I had that tight tight arm bar in, and I just kept it there, and I knew he was going to stay put. And then I knew if I gave him that one escape, I could just circle back to the middle and be just fine. So you really do kind of have, you're setting it up at that point, and you're just waiting for that either opening or the inability for them to make a change. Is yeah. that kind of what I'm hearing? And then you had a pretty high scoring uh, point differential in uh, in the sectionals, right? Yeah. How do you get that many points? <laughs> I mean, usually you're looking at a four-two, five-three, or or a pin setup to have. I think you had 20 points, right? Yeah, it was 28. Was the final? Okay, so that's like you know four threes and some layups. So how did yeah. how were you able to pull that off? Um, within the first five to ten seconds of the match, I got it on a takedown right away. He got up. I I, I kicked him out, and then as he circled back out, we got back into the circle. I took him right down back again, and then I rode him out for a little bit, and uh, he got back out. He got actually got a reversal on me, and then I got an escape, and then reversed him again, got some backs, and then more takedowns. Do you know how many points you're getting at that point? Is there something going on in your head, or you're just no, move just to fine. move? Okay, yeah, move to move. And, Gideon, how about you? Because it's more of a... I don't know, uh, a stubborn a control, I think, at the heavyweight division. So it, it's brute strength, obviously, but you still, do you look for the opening or wait for them to make a mistake? Or does it vary by wrestler? You know, um, getting up to the level that I'm at, per se, um, you wrestle better people. So you have to kind of push the action and create openings for yourself. Because when you get to those good people, they're not going to just give you openings. And if they do, that's a very rare opportunity. So you just have to attack and do, do your offense and not let them try to do whatever they want to do. How quickly can you do that in a match? I mean, is that something that you can 
start in that first period, or is it kind of period by period to see what you need to do? Something you can start in the first period, but it's something that you want to continue throughout the entire match. This is something I'll probably have to ask your coach, but is... How is the officiating within that? Because sometimes we hear um, that, you know, and I'm not asking, we're not here to bash the officials by any stretch, but can they miss some certain things or maybe not give the points that you think are there? Yeah, but that happens, and you just got to keep your head up and keep pushing through. Like, if you get a takedown and they say you're out of bounds and you didn't think you were, well, you know you can take them down, so why not go after them again? Tyler, how is it with, with the officials? It's good. <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> I mean, we're human. We all make mistakes, so they don't always see everything. And I guess you really can't spend a lot of time dwelling on it. you got to get right back on the match and, and things of that nature. Talk about the competition within this county when it comes to wrestling. I mean, there are a lot of good programs within here. You really don't have a letdown by by any stretch. So how has it been so competitive for you guys over the last four years? I find it competitive, you know, just the people at heavyweight, whether, you know, I pin them or not, they still give me a good work and a good run for the money sometimes, you know. I feel like all these coaches do well at preparing their kids for LCL, sectionals, districts, and state. Do you think it's overshadowed by some of the other bigger bigger schools, bigger conferences? Like, the, I think the respect is here within the group, but maybe not, you know, across the state. Do you guys feel that way? Yeah. So how do we do that? We win districts, guys. That's right. <laughs> That's what we have to do. So I asked him how he got involved in wrestling. How about you, Jaden? Um, I started in second grade, too, with him. Um, he kind of talked me into it, too, but my main reason was my brother. He uh, he talked about it, and I was like, uh, I don't know if that sounds right. And he took me one of the practices, and ever since, I've loved the sport. We had swimmers on from Watkins Memorial last week, and I was impressed with their their detail and what they have to do and their commitment to it. And I look at wrestling kind of being the same way. I mean, it's a grind. It's a grind of a sport. You don't have a lot of time to showcase what you need to do within a match. And, you know, practicing, and I'm sure there's some days you're like, I really don't want to go through it. But I, I guess, you know, you miss a day, you miss a practice, it could really impact you, right? So how, how do you keep that mental focus? How do you keep that mental toughness? It's just you got to have that mindset. you got to... Going to practice, knowing every day you're going to give it your all. It's going to be a good day. You have that mindset. You're going to get 1% better every day. Keenan? Yeah, just like he said, but I also think of the people I'm competing against. Like, they're going to want to be practicing every day. They're going to want to get better. And people that I've beat, they're going to, they're going to want to get a get back on me. So it also helps having teammates that have the same mentality. You can all work as a group together to survive practice. I mean, we, we talked about the, the quality of LCO wrestling. Is there respect amongst your, your weight classes with, with the guys you battle year in and year out, week in and week out? Because I think you goes to it still to a lot of the same tournaments and things like that too, right? So is there a, a good amount of respect or you, you can't stand any of them? <laughs> There's some respect. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Keegan? Uh, same thing with him. There's some respect, you know. Some kids, some kids don't respect you, and that's just the nature of it. Some people are going to hate you, so... You just deal with it. You just do. But I think in your case, Keegan, because of um, the success that you've had, um, a wrestler, and please don't take this the, other, the wrong way either, but a wrestler knows they have to go well up against you. They're going to have to have their... So is that a 
not necessarily an ego boost, but you know you're going to get somebody's best shot. Yeah, I mean, it just knows that I can't relax, and every time I go out there, the people want to just take my head off, take my spot, and take the best shot at me. So I just go out there and do my best. What is practice like? I'm just kind of curious. I mean, how much do you guys go at it? How, how long is it? Because uh, I would be worried about injury and things of that nature, but I don't, you have to be ready. So is it a, as much physical as, as mental preparation in practice? It's both physical and mental. There's a lot of it mental when we get to our conditioning. Our conditioning is probably the hardest thing we do all year. And what it all does, I mean, I would think it would be a lot of weightlifting, but what other? It's actually do? not that much weightlifting oh, okay. at all. It's a lot of cardio, running, a lot of bear crawls, burpees, everything. Fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he does that, I mean, basically it? Yeah, a bunch of body weight exercises, just seeing, um, you know, pushing yourself, testing the body, like your body's limits. Is it a challenge to be at weight when you have to get ready, or you guys pretty much know what you need to do? It just depends on what all you eat. It can be a challenge or it can be a breeze. Um, it's a challenge for me, so I'm, I'm hoping it's, it's easier, easier for you guys. But I mean, is it? Do you, do you eat something differently? Like, okay, you have your your match on Saturday. Do you eat differently Sunday and Monday than say maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Hundred percent. Okay. All right. So, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm learning this stuff. So less less carbs Wednesday through Friday or Sunday, what do you, Saturday and Sunday is like. The seafood diet, I see I'm eating it. Nice, nice. <laughs> and then it changes as you get closer yeah. to, to the following week. How about you, TJ? Well, the same thing with him, you know. You get to reward yourself for the weekend you had if you had performed well, you know. Enjoy it and cut cut and do what you need to do to get down the weight during the week there. Okay, so the favorite reward food would be that you get to, you see it, you want it. Oh, man. You each get to pick one. I would be ice cream, you know. I'm okay. a big ice cream fan, so after that, I'll, like, eat mint chocolate chip ice cream. Or mint chocolate chip. That's a good one. All right. Mine would probably be Nerd Gummy Clusters. I'm not going to lie. I go to town on them on Saturday and Sundays. We'll stick with the mint chocolate chip. Right. That, that sounds like a lot better. All right, so then as you get ready for the match, then what do you what do you eat? What do you try to, to have to just keep yourself not going super hungry? I eat a lot of... Salad, like today I had a salad, and then in the mornings I always have a Celsius to get me prepared for the day, my energy. But I'm guessing no ranch dressing with the salad. No, ranch has to be there. <laughs> oh, really? It has oh, to be there. Oh, okay, okay. All right, see, I'm starting to feel better about myself. I don't know why. How about you? I don't have to worry about weight cutting as much as he has to, so yeah. it's pretty much whatever I want, but I try not to eat in a lot of amounts so I don't get close to pushing over weight. Also... You know, a couple of the guys are not here, but uh, the team had a very successful uh, exceptional run. So we really do look at this as an individual sport. But as you mentioned, when you have somebody there with you and you have some of your teammates being able to go with you to dissert, how's that feel? It's amazing, like, just seeing everybody, everybody's hard work pay off because, you know, a lot of people we know, especially, we, we struggle in that room together. Everybody goes through the same amount of pain, and it feels nice to see that their pain, too, is paying off. It's amazing to have your brothers right beside you as you're going up to this competition and this tournament. I have them right there with you and knowing that they're going to be there wrestling with you. Is there a little bit maybe more of a of a bonding than a, than some of the other team sports that you guys do play? Because it is a it is a small niche group, and it's a sport that 
not a lot of people want to do or can do. So is there maybe a little bit more bonding within wrestling? I think there's a there's a bond. It's we're very tight. We might not seem tight, but we are super tight. We'll have our backs for each other 100%. Yeah, as much as we make fun of each other and wrestle around, beat up on each other. I mean, people people would die for each other on the wrestling team. That's that's how close we are, and everybody's just because it's practice. Practice sucks, and that's just the the front end of it. But the yeah, practice sucks, so it's just nice to have people there that you can really bond with and like just like a second family. So you both are seniors, so you can answer this question no problem, because you're headed to districts, you've made a lot of tremendous strides. So what's it been like wrestling for Coach? It's been amazing. He's he's put me through everything and has made me the wrestler who I am today. He's helped me out so long, away taking me to all these tournaments, taking me on to a college visit, helping me out. I became a so much better wrestler with him in my corner. Yeah, it's been amazing, you know, with freshman and sophomore year and kind of junior year, I struggled with confidence in myself, and he helped me find that, and it just made me overall a better wrestler. Now, how do you find that confidence? I mean, how do you, do you go out there, both of you, just knowing this is my mat and I'm going to own it? Yeah, I kind of go out there with that mentality and um, just, just recognize all the hard work I put in this year and over the years and just take that and apply it to the match. Trust the training that he's put us through. Trust that all the moves he's taught us, the conditioning, the drilling, the live, everything he's told us to do. Just got to trust it. How confident are we going into districts? Really confident. I'm excited. I have some good kids in my bracket, so time to prove myself as the underdog and beat up on some people <laughs> and i think you relish that like you said earlier the the chip on the shoulder like okay keep me down i'm i'm fine with being a lower seed and that, that drives you a little bit more yeah i kind of like actually being the lower seed because people don't expect it as much and it's just ever more sweeter when you beat somebody that doubted you this guy take one mass at a time I have, I think we have a great shot to make it out and make a name for ourselves and put Lakewood back on the map. Well, you guys have already made a name for yourself. There's no question about that because winning the league, a very tough league, and doing what you guys did, uh, exceptional, uh, I think is very impressive and sky's the limit moving forward. So congratulations with what you've done and good luck coming up to the districts. All right, we'll take a break. Come back with more as you're listening to the Licking County Locker Room live from Ship Brothers Brewing here on Kate 98.7. This is the Licking County Locker Room Show on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. Welcome back, everyone. We'll welcome in Lakewood Wrestling Head Coach Terry Klein. Coach, first of all, congratulations on what this run has been at the LCL and now taking five wrestlers to the to the districts. Overall, your thought on how the season has gone with your team? Quality-wise, I'm, I'm really happy. Uh, you know, we didn't have the numbers that we anticipated on having, but uh, you know what? You work with what you got, and... Um, our small crew made the most of what they had. Um, uh, we rest with a tough schedule, and it's it's paying off in dividends now. Uh, showing up in their league meet and in the in the sectional meet, and hopefully it just keeps carrying on. 
got a couple great senior guys right there that really, uh, I'm going to assume, lead by example with, with their work ethic and uh, their drive to be successful in the sport. Can you just just give me a little thoughts on these two oh, guys? You're absolutely right. Uh, these guys have led by example, and they've, they've had successes throughout their careers. And, you know, this is... It's bittersweet this time of year. It's my favorite time of year because this is when the butterflies start churning and for these guys because he wants such success for them. Uh, but at the same time, it's sad because this is our last run together. And, uh, yeah, this is group, uh, along with Xander Angle, we had three seniors on the team this year, and uh, they've been a staple in the program, like they said, since their elementary days. And this is a group that we've always looked forward to having uh, come up through the system. And, you know, their time's coming to an end, and I just want them to have all the success they deserve. And both Xander and Keegan banged up and just keep plodding through and driving through the injuries that I think a lot of other kids would have just said, hey, I gave it my best shot and I'm going to call it a day. And no one would have said, hey, we, you know, we get it, we understand. But their drive to get better through through these injuries has probably just made you gush at what they've wanted to accomplish. Wrestlers are a unique breed, and anybody who's been around a wrestler for any amount of time recognizes that and understands the choices they make, um, the demands they taxing on their bodies. It's a long season just by itself, um, the length of the season and the demand you have, people twisting on you. Uh, it takes its toll, and you know you hope that you navigate the season in a way that allows them breaks to help get their body back the way they want it. But you know, Keegan has uh, definitely you know we lost him last year after the third meet of the year, and uh, you know Xander is a wrestler. This is he's a senior, but this is his first sectional ever because he's always been banged up for us and unable to compete. So. Uh, I was happy for him that he was finally able to get a, a league and a sectional under his belt. So um, it is definitely taxing on the body. So how do you balance, and that's what I was trying to ask the guys, how do you balance the the physical attributes that you need to have along with the mental attributes of, I guess, you know, wrestling through pain, wrestling through challenges, wrestling through difficulty? Because I, I don't see a lot of... <laughs> Happiness until they raise your hand up at the end of the match. So how do you keep that positivity yeah. going even as a coach? Well, I can tell you there's not a whole lot of smiles in the practice room. Uh, it's brutal. There are brutal days. And, you know, our focus, the main thing we push is our conditioning. If you're in uh, better shape, you can maintain your body better uh, throughout the season. You can heal faster if you get those nicks and bruises. And, um, you know, that's our balancing act is, is through our conditioning. I mean, there are some things, knees and joints, it doesn't matter how good a shape you are. And, but uh, for the most part, if you can keep yourself moving, especially in that third period and don't have a guy cranking on you, then, you know, we focus on the conditioning. I went through the list of um, folks that qualified for the district. I mean, the LCL is one heck of a league when it comes to wrestling so uh, I mean you talk about getting preparation for sectional and district play league matches or whatever you see you know a valley or Northridge at a meet you're going to you know you're going to get the best of the best so that really has to help with preparation absolutely uh, over the last gosh, 10 or so years you know the league has just been represented the state meet 
you know, they just keep raising a, a notch. Uh, and, you know, you're consistently starting to see state placers, state champions coming out of this league. You know, with the expansion and Mount Vernon coming in next year, that, that that's just going to grow even more. So, you know, our league is no joke. We're proud of our league. And, uh, you know, if you place top three in our league, you're LLCL. And it means something to the kids in this county who, who wrestle. So, absolutely, it's something to be proud of. And I, I like the fact they said, well, there's some respect out there between the wrestlers. I'm assuming there's a little bit more respect with the coaches. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a good camaraderie. Uh, you know, when we get to the state meet, we're cheering for the other guys in the league. And we, you know, we want that representation. So, you know, we we joke with the guys in practice, you know, that you got to do well at leagues because these are the guys you're going to see out at the mall. And that little grin that guy might be giving you is, you know why he's grinning. It's because he got the better of you at the LCL. So, you know, we use that as a, a focal point to try and inspire and get them to raise their game. How much is it, and I've asked this of the other coaches in other sports, I mean, you're coaching, but you're also developing. And I think within wrestling, if it's developing a certain type of technique or getting better with a technique. So do you think there's maybe even more, and I don't, this is a bad pun for wrestling, but hands-on in, in development with, with these guys, especially when they come in as, as freshmen and sophomores? Uh, absolutely. I mean, we are, we are hands-on with our guys uh, from every level, from our youth level through a middle school. Uh, have a great staff uh, that is able to get on the mat and work with these guys at every level. It's it's a must. It has to be that way. And is it more? And I, you know, again, it's it's a, to me, it's an interesting sport, and I think it is a chess game. So, do you try to coach being aggressive more than waiting for the for the opening from the opponent and and trying to take control, or is it depending on the weight class in the match? We coach to create your own opportunities. Uh, don't wait on an opportunity to open up. Uh, you know, I'd like to believe that, you know, of course I'm biased. I, mean, I think our guys are always going to be the aggressive in the first ones. We preach that first takedown, that first takedown, and every match sets the tone. Uh, and you just go from there. It Was it surprising for to see, like, again, a 20-point uh, situation in sectional play? Or, again, was he just taking advantage of the situation and, and you kind of let him do what he needed to do out there? Tyler's racked him up like that before in matches, but honestly, that match was it was a little bit got a little bit crazy, and I lost track to be honest in the third period. And you know, when the ref blew the last whistle, I looked up at the clock and I'm like, "Holy cow, he scored 20 points!" And I, you know, it was, it was like a pinball machine. That third period was. I asked them what got them into wrestling. How about you? Oh gosh, well the truth is, um, I. I started wrestling when I was a junior in high school, and I did it because I wanted to be in better shape for football. And my love for football switched to a love for wrestling. And, uh, and I, my mom, she didn't want me wrestling. And I remember her uh, saying, if you go to that wrestling meeting after school, you you have to walk home because I'm not coming to get you. And I stayed. And I started walking, and she picked me up, and she's like, well, if you want it that bad, we'll give it a try. And, and it ended up being her favorite sport, too. There you go. Um, I mean, any one particular aspect of it that, that made you fall in love with it? Uh, the discipline. Um, you know, 
Yeah, I preach to my guys. I, I, I believe I'm a big picture guy. Um, sports in general, but especially wrestling, just the life lessons you learn, you know, and in wrestling, there's you know, the discipline involved. You have to be disciplined to be successful. Um, being able to face adversity on your own, you know, you walk out in that circle, there is nobody, there's nobody there to help you. Uh, problem solving un- under pressure, it, it, it all carries over. I and mean, it, it sounds kind of silly, but it's the truth. And, you know, I think, you know, in, in my professional world and in my, in my personal life, you, I can reflect back on moments that life lessons I learned in wrestling that are helping me in my personal life. And I always hear when college coaches are recruiting that on the football side that if the kid has played wrestling, they love to have him because it, it is that discipline and it's that understanding that you have to go in this one angle for a block or do this. And in wrestling, it's it's the same thing. You've got to know where you are on the mat. You don't want to be out of bounds. So it really is um, it, it's an individual focus that can lead to team success. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. I can use you know Keegan as an example. He's a lineman. He's a heavyweight. You know, you're talking hand fighting skills, increasing those, uh, your footwork, increasing those, your balance, increasing your balance skills. Uh, it, it all goes hand in hand. Do you try to be verbal within a match? Does it depend on the wrestler ones? Maybe, coach, I got this, leave me alone, or do you try to? I would say if you ask my guys, they would probably say I'm verbal and colorful. Okay. <laughs> Get that delay button ready. So, I mean, th- they can feel how it's going. You know, absolutely. So, how do you try to? Uh, help I mean, that? It, it depends on the wrestler and the feel of the match, how how it's flowing. You know, what did our guy do to score? You know, to help determine what we're going to do in the second period. Um, there's sometimes, uh, you know, like we go into the second period, we win the coin toss, they'll look over, and there'll be times I'll tell them, you choose, what do you feel? And sometimes uh, I, I will tell them what to say, but, you know, with these guys, a lot of the times, I just rely on, on what they feel, you know, and we go from there. Guys, he said he was colorful sometimes. Is that is that a correct statement? <laughs> Without question. <laughs> All right, any do you try to do any uh, prep for getting ready for districts? Because, you know, it ramps up a little bit more and the pressure starts to go up a little bit more. So how do you maintain a, well, a an even keel? One thing we promote in gearing up for this, this is we call this our second season. Uh, and as much as, as a coach as you want your kids to you know win every match and always be successful, that's just not life. Um, so, you know, we kind of consider all this time previous to the league, we call that practice. Our goals are at league and the postseason. And so, you know, when we go to these tournaments, you know, we, we're we not in the county very much. And part of our prep is being able to see different styles. You know, we travel different parts of the state. Uh, and that's part of our prep work, um, being able to go and see the top-ranked guys before we get to this point. Uh, using Keegan as an example, we went all the way up to Gallion to a tournament. Uh, they have a top-rated heavyweight, and you know Keegan lost that match. But when we came off, we knew we can win this when we know what we got to do, and it gives the ability to work. You know, and two weeks later, he faced the number one guy in the state, lost by a point, but we came off. It's like we're going to be better for the next one, and we're excited about the rematches coming up. So that's part of the preparation is is being able to get 
um, that high volume talent that we go against. You know, and it sometimes it does come up in the loss column, but it's also a learning opportunity. So, different styles from different parts of the state. What can you give me a little example um, of that? Yeah, uh, you know, I I feel like when you go east, those those guys are you know typically in the past have, have been good riders, good top wrestlers. Uh, when you start going north, you're you're tending to lean towards more physical uh, wrestlers. Uh, you know, we went all the way to Eaton, which is all the way at the Indiana State line yeah. for a tournament. And, um, you know, it's just their philosophies are different, and you, you can see it on the match. And, and those are guys that we're going to face, hopefully, at the state meet. So uh, being able to have that big a footprint in the state and see that different those different styles, it's a benefit. And you just keep that... In the back of your head, you know, memory-wise, when you go and see those. So, Keegan knows what he needs to do to be successful. Now, he said, you know, when you're facing the same opponent, you do try to, to change it up. But I'm, I'm guessing when you get to district play, you're not making a lot of changes. You know what no. you bring to the, to the dance, and you're going to keep that. Exactly right. Exactly right. Not that I was eavesdropping on your conversation, but I was eavesdropping on your conversation. Talk about the the feeling being at state and what's that like and uh, the atmosphere and the crowd and all that. That's what I mean. I, I spoke to it a minute ago. It's like this is the only time of year I get butterflies. Uh, you know, it's a great feeling. And then uh, being down on that floor uh, and all them people cheering, it's an experience. You know, I'm going to have to get these guys uh, used to that. Uh, I've walked guys out on that floor and they're just shell shocked. Uh, so it's an atmosphere that you need to adapt to quickly. But uh, no, this is this is my Christmas this time of year. I love it. And it is. I don't know that people can put it into perspective. You can see state tournaments and a lot of different things, but it just seems like it's all condensed right there. Where you've got fifteen thousand, eighteen thousand eyes. There could be a match over here, but you feel they're they're right on you, and that is a that is a lot of pressure. I mean, you've you've made it to the pinnacle, but you want to finish on top, and now seeing this huge throng and, and the the crowd, it butterflies is a great analogy of yeah. it. We uh, you know, we thrive for it. It's something that we've been wanting. I, you know, this is my fifth year here at Lakewood, and we haven't been able to get a uh, state qualifier. We've had some alternates, but you know, we feel that, you know with these two guys and our other district qualifiers we have, you know, we're going to break the glass on that ceiling. It's going to be tough to replace these guys. There's no question about it. But do you feel it's it's evolving at Lakewood the way you want to? Yeah, like I said, this bittersweet. Uh, you're excited for these guys, and you want to see them accomplish everything their senior year. But it, losing them, it's also it it hurts. You've, you've built relationships not only with them, but with their with their families over all these years, and so you wish them the best. But we, we you know, we are in a good spot. We are excited about our future. Uh, you know, we had a great middle school team this year. Uh, I think we have ten incoming freshmen off of it for next year. Wow. So we're going to be young, but there's a lot of talent in that middle school program. So we're excited for that. Um, we're embracing that, you know, and, and already, you know, talking with my other coaches, thinking about how we're going to do our schedule with the team that young. Do we do we back off on the the strength of the schedule, or you know, do we keep it full go? And 
So there's a, there's a lot to consider, um, you know, and a lot of those guys there want to do off-season work. Um, we are have an off-season program. Uh, we've started, um, and this is something else just to help promote the, the wrestling in Lincoln County. We're doing a Buckeye Lake Wrestling Club, uh, and uh, we... Uh, and, you know, we've invited kids in from other schools in Lincoln County to come be a part of that. We put teams together and travel to tournaments in the summer. Um, these guys here in on another month or so, we're going to Virginia Beach for the Nationals. So we try to fill a lot in the summertime, all those extra reps. And, you know, you know Tyler is a prime example of his, his skill level, his probably doubled uh, just in all the reps in practice he had and all the extra matches over the summer. He probably got an extra 40 matches over the summer. Wow. So, uh, it, you know, I guarantee you if you asked him, he would agree that that played a big big role in his success for this year. So uh, I think I think our future is bright. Uh, you know, our, we have a, a great youth program that's rolling and a great middle school program that is filling in. So uh, this was a, an odd year to have a, uh, this many or I should say this fewer wrestlers on the team. We were at nine. Uh, injuries, most of the time we were only fielding six kids just because of injuries. But, you know, I, I felt like everybody got better despite the injuries. So, yeah, we're, we're pleased. Well, and with the youngsters coming up, when they see what these guys have done and they're going to leave their legacy, there's something for them to shoot for. And I think that always, it's always what the seniors can leave behind, and they're leaving behind a lot of success. And, and again, the work ethic to get it done. I think you just, you can't put something on that. Just the kids there now seeing it and then seeing the success. I think, uh, a lot of good things for years to come. Yeah. These, you know, these two seniors here are setting the mark very high and I have no problem with that. Coach, congratulations on what happened so far. Go Dinama District. All right. Thank you. We'll wrap up this edition of the Locker Room Next. You're listening here on Tate 98.7. You're listening to the Licking County Locker Room with Brian Mays live at Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark on Kate 98.7. And this is our final show of the winter sports season here on the Licking County Locker Room at Ship Brothers Brewing. So before we wrap up, I do want to thank my partner in crime, engineer and producer on site, Jim Ferguson, always making sure we're on the air and doing what we need to do. So I want to thank Jimmy for all his work over the past couple of months. And then everyone here at Ship Brothers doing a great job keeping us hydrated, non-alcoholic, don't anyone worry, but always being a, a great sport about this and having us ready to go here. And thanks to both the Ship Brothers for being a part of this. So thanks to everyone. We continue with our basketball coverage tomorrow night. Sectional play with the Newark Wildcats entertaining the Cavaliers of Jillicothe as Newark trying to make another run to a district championship. All the action exclusively here on Kate 98.7 with the pregame from the Jimmy at 645 and the live tip-off at 7 p.m. Hopefully you can join us if the Cats win that one. We'll be with you Friday night when they entertain Dublin Jerome. Same time, same channel. That'll do it from Ship Brothers Brewing here tonight on the Looking County Locker Room. This is is Brian Mays. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy your Monday evening. You're listening to Kate 98.7. This has been the Licking County Locker Room Show on Kate 98.7. Featuring the local high school here in Licking County, interviewing their coaches, players, and more.
The Licking County Locker Room, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating, Wright Brothers Power, Licking Memorial Health Systems, Newark Auto Body Collision and Glass, and Ship Brothers Brewing.